you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Okay, welcome to the Casino Royale episode. This one was a fun one. It was a long one. It actually ran for like two hours and 45 minutes, uh, so I broke it into two parts. This is part one. And uh, in this episode, we're joined by uh, Ian, uh, first time on the podcast. And Ian, Allison, and me uh, break down Casino Royale from the standpoint of trivia, what we liked, what we don't like, our favorite parts, quotes, lines, all the usual stuff. And, and for part one, we have a new game called Bond Girl Names, Real or Fake. And the game is as ridiculous as the names, so that was fun. Look for that. And we did a lot more trivia than we thought we would. So uh, this episode ends right after the trivia and right before the recasturbate uh, section or game. Uh, so you can find the recasturbate section and also the uh, how much are they worth game uh, on part two of this two-part episode. So sit back with your vodka martini and get ready for Casino Royale. Your file shows no kills, Bond. But to become a double O, it takes two. How did you die? Your contact? Not well. You needn't worry. The second is... Yes. Considerably. The man was Le Chiffre, private banker to the world's terrorists which would explain how he could set up a high-stakes poker game at Casino Royale in Montenegro. If he loses this game, he'll have nowhere to run. You're the best player in the service. The Treasury has agreed to stake you in the game. But if you lose, our government will have directly financed terrorism. I will be keeping my eye on our government's money and off your perfectly formed house. You noticed. Our little game isn't causing you to perspire. It doesn't bother you killing those people. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. How's our girl melted your cold heart yet? James, get the girl out. You're not going to let me in there. You've got your armor back on. I have no armor left. Stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me. Whatever I am. I'm yours. The only question remains. Will you yield? In time? All right, Casino Royale came out in November of 2006. So here, I always start out with the no-nonsense plot. And this is what I get from IMDb, and it's usually the driest, most possible, driest uh, uh, 
no nonsense, nothing description of the movie. This one's actually relatively accurate. All right. The last one we had. Um, it was like one sentence of. Yeah, it was for Point Break, yeah. and it was. It didn't even mention like skydiving. Like it was just yeah. like it was terrible. It tells you everything, and nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well said. After earning double O status, status, and a uh, license to kill, secret agent James Bond sets out on his first mission as a double O, uh, or as double O seven. Bond must defeat a private banker funding terrorist, terrorists in a high-stakes game of poker at Casino Royale Montenegro. <sighs> okay, sure. That works. It's, it's better than most. That's it? That's it. Wow. <laughs> That's all you That's need kind to know. of the joke at this point is it, it tells you everything no. and nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's the movie, but why would I want to see that? I mean, that's like a 100,000-foot view. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So... This was 2006. Uh, what was your overall reaction to the movie? Where and when did you see it? What impact did it have? I mean, I was, and you are, and Eric, you are, a Bond fan the whole time. Uh, and I, I think most of us were waiting for the next Bond. It had been, when this came out, it had been four years since the last James Bond. What was the previous one, 2002? So Pierce Brosnan had a run of four movies. Goldeneye in 95, Tomorrow Never Dies in 97, terrible. Uh, the World is Not Enough in 99, terrible. Worse. 2002, <laughs> Die Another Day, horrible. Worse. Like the, the cello player it was the Bond girl, and they ride the... Yeah, that... Yeah. On the snow, they ride the cello case. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's I one of those. Even rem- I don't even remember that, that was movie. The, that was... Uh, 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 Timothy Dalton. Oh, thanks, okay. Timothy. You're right. It, Die another day is what he when he uh, parasails on the tidal wave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> parasails on the tidal wave. Yep. Bad oh CG. That's when the guy has the uh, uh, like the giant laser from space that melts the uh, the polar caps. Uh, and it's ludicrous. The whole, oh whole movie is terrible. So. That was 2002. That's this... what sounds like that uh, Val Kilmer movie, Real yes. Genius. Yes. Like, that's yeah. what it yeah. like. They made popcorn. <laughs> Except the Real Genius was more believable. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Where this was is... Laszlo? That's what we all wanted to know. <laughs> Laszlo as James Bond? Yeah. Um, Laszlo was cute. <laughs> yeah, he is cute. Dang it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> So this is four years after. I know I was fired up. I was working in Deerfield for a packaging magazine when this came out, and I was fired up for it. I remember like watching clips and trailers and whatever uh, while I was doing my editing and stuff. Uh, I remember seeing it, and we saw it first weekend or right. thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I remember you being excited about it. I don't remember. Um, having any sort of well, looking forward to it other than it's a getting out of the house with this is kind of the james bond kids. that ian fleming wrote was like this sort of darker, tumble darker dude. character yeah. too yeah they kind of went from the more the light-hearted yeah like roger moore and, yeah. you know, and some of the other ones not a bunch of gadgets not a bunch of quippy one-liners but none of that stuff grittier yeah grittier yeah eric what about you I know you were like an infant when you saw this, but you know. <laughs> um, I did not. I didn't. 
I did not see it in the theater. How, how up, dare you? I had to, I did rent it. It was the first time I saw it. Um, but yeah, I remember being, I remember being excited about it and I heard going into it. I, I was very excited. I can't remember why I ended up not seeing it. I was in college at the time. So oh, I might've had something to do with it. But um, yeah. So that's uh, that the first <laughs> when time they started it. working on this movie, uh, apparently Pierce Brosnan thought he was going to be in it. Like he would thought he would continue to be Bond and he wanted to be Bond. Uh, and he was, he was too old. He was 53. And this is Bond's first adventure. They were resetting Bond. Um, you can't be 53. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because it wasn't, um, what's his name? Uh, the second Bond. Uh, Connery? Yeah, he was much later in age when he was, his last movie, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But this was sort of like a, not an origin movie, but as close to it. Well, yeah. Because he wasn't a slow until... Well, so this is scene. this is the first book that was written. This is James Bond's origin story. The first book was written, <clears throat> but they made Doctor No uh, years, which was the seventh book. That was the first movie. So they had six movies of Bond growing into Doctor the guy who was in Doctor No. Um, but yeah, so a younger, grittier uh, Bond who hadn't yet become Double O, all that stuff. Yeah. So Pierce Brosnan was like, "Yeah, uh, let's go. I can't wait." Uh, and they're like, yeah, and we, we're not going to do that. And it would have cost, they had to, would have had to pay Brosnan uh, $30 million to, to do this. And they're like, you're too expensive and you're too old, so we're not doing it. And he was like shocked and pissed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like Pierce Brosnan, um, he, he was believed to be or was going to be James Bond for most of the peak of his career when he should have been James Bond. Yeah. But they were just talking about it. He never was. And so he started it almost on the tail end of when he should actually be playing James Bond. It was That was more contractual, I think, right? He, he was Remington Steele right. and couldn't become Bond for right. years, right? Yeah. yeah. So I just checked it. So Connery was 32 when he did Bond the first time yeah. and 53 when he did it the last time. Yeah. Do you count Never Say Never Again when he had like a break and then he did Bond at the very end? I think he was even maybe older. He might have been 53. Um but uh, Roger Moore, when he was doing his last Bond or two, didn't look as old as Connery because Connery had the wig, uh, the, the bad toupee. But Roger Moore was even older than Connery was uh, by a couple of years. There was yeah, name. Roger Moore, I think his last one, he was 57? Yeah. So... In the books, I don't know if they say this necessarily, but in the books and even in the movies, for the most part, Bond is always between 38 and 48. Let's call it 50, 38 and 50, right? You can't be starting out off as the new, the new guy at age 53. Sorry, Pierce, you're done. Yeah. That means you'll never get to play James Bond, Brandon. That's too bad. Yep, yeah, I, I can do it. If I, I'd have to do it this year. In a, <laughs> a flash forward, maybe I can do it. No. Uh, well, that's to me. That's why we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But that's why Idris Elba, I think, is done. Yeah, you can't do it. Right, you can't start when you're fifty. Right. Um, Black don't cry though. Uh, I, I would have had him do it ten years ago. He doesn't look that old for sure. No, he's got too much of this though. Not that he'd have a goatee as Bond, but you know. Uh, all right. So, two thousand six. 
Casino Royale was the number nine movie at the box office. It made $167 million, the highest grossing Bond movie ever at that time. I think it was just surpassed by uh, Skyfall, uh, you know, four years ago or whatever right. it was. Um, you want the I, rundown I guess, of the other? for inflation? Uh, sure. Yeah, because the, the movie's in the 70s. I don't know how you can compare those to right. now. So I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you ready for the other box yes. office, office performers, the top yes. 10? Um, it's not quite the who's who of 92 that we did. So sometimes we'll, we'll go through this list. And 91 and 92 are like murderer's row of movies. Like arguably best movie years ever like 84 was the same when we had it for we did terminator we had 84 was yeah. a monster year too yeah. so eventually we're going to do a podcast where we just pick a year pick a year or do like a uh an ncaa bracket of <laughs> movie years versus movie years because there are some 82 is a huge one 84 is a big one so this year number one pirates of the caribbean dead, dead man's chest is that the second one? I have no idea. I, no I don't idea. know the names or order of any of those. Uh, and there's no. a lot of them. Yeah. Right. And they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Cars. Number three, X-Men, The Last Stand. And unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Number four, The Da Vinci Code. Number five, Superman Returns. Number six, Ice Age, The Meltdown. Is that Ice Age 2? I don't know. No clue. Number seven, Happy Feet. Wow. Number eight, Over the Hedge. That's one, two, three, wow. four animated movies. Wow. In the top eight. That's a lot of, Casino Royale, number nine. Number 10, Talladega Nights. The Ballad of that is a terrible year. That's <laughs> a terrible year. It's <laughs> a terrible, terrible year. Wow. Let's mark that one for when we do yeah. the worst years of movies. That's a 16 seed in the list. Yeah. 2020 is going to win it because we didn't have any movies come out that year. Right. <clears throat> okay. All right, Ian. The Rotten Tomatoes score for Casino Royale. Okay. We've got the audience score and the critic score. It's zero to 100, right? Yeah. So we always say, we always think the audience scores more than the critics. I think more than half the time, more than three quarters of the time, we are wrong. So right. we don't know what we're talking right. about. There's, yeah, there's no logic to it that we would like to. What do you think the audience score is for uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Al? Um, I'm going to say 90. 90. Eric? 93. Ian? 78. The audience gave Casino Royale 89. Ah. I win. I'm surprised it's below 90. I can't believe it. Yeah, I never would. Yeah. The critics. What do you think the critics were? I'm going to, I'm going to, I believe that they will have liked it and I'm going to stick with 90. Eric? Uh, I'm going to adjust a little bit um, and I'll say 85. 85? Uh, Ian, critics. I'm going to stick to 78. Wow. Uh, the critics gave Casino Royale 95%. Wow. That's what I get. That's what I get. We haven't had many that high. 
that's never, crazy. That's never have I won person. both of that's those. Huge. And that is incredible. I was reading a little bit that it was really well received. I didn't look at like the scores or anything like that, but <clears throat> the fact that it wasn't as campy as the others yeah. was what the critics really liked. Yeah. The blonde bond. Yes. James Blonde. James Blonde. Uh, okay. Now we're going to do a left turn and do uh, a new game that's going to be, we're going to call it Bond Girls, real or fake, something like that. So I'm going to give you guys a choice of three Bond Girl names, and you have to tell me which one's fake. I <sighs> Eric and Ian are going to get most of these. Yeah, I will probably mm. So uh, maybe I, think I go you first. Should, yeah, I think you maybe should. Maybe I guess first. <laughs> you should guess first. <laughs> okay. Now, I think the fake names are just as ludicrous as the real names, so I okay, think it will be wait. good. But uh, if you know Bond a little bit, you should know most of these names. All right. I think 75% you should get. Okay. All right. Ready? All right. Pick the fake name. Miranda Frost, Emma Wett, Tiffany Case. Say them again. <laughs> Miranda Frost, Emma Wett, Tiffany Case. Uh, the fake one is Tiffany Case. Okay. Ian, Eric, what do you think? Emma Wett. Emma Wett is the fake one, I think. Emma Wett's the fake oh one. Oh my God. I almost, I almost said it, but then I'm like, you know what? It could just be a loose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Case, that's a fantastic, terrible bad bonding. Yeah. Uh, okay, pick the fake one out. Uh, Kissy Suzuki, Plenty O'Toole, Chesty McGee. Chesty <laughs> 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 McGee. Ian? I agree. Eric? Agreed. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when we get further down here, it's not going to seem so crazy. All right. Okay, Al, ready? Yep. I only knew that because that McGee is like almost always a, a fake name for you. I kind of so. put that in there on purpose. <laughs> that's an easy one. Uh, okay, pick the fake name. Sylvia Trench. Poon Tang. <laughs> Pussy Galore. <laughs> Poon Tang. Ian said, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are layups, but come on. Oh my God. What was the one that, now Pussy Glory, the other one, what was the other one? Uh, Sylvia Trench. That's a sneaky, dirty name. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> we need something to write with. Um, I don't. Besides this, you can use this. Okay. Uh, okay. Pick the fake. Christmas Jones, Strawberry Fields, April Showers. Christmas Jones, Strawberry Fields, and... April Showers. April Showers. I'm going to say Strawberry Fields. Okay. That's the, the only one that I think is correct. The other two were... April showers and what? 
April showers and strawberry fields and Christmas Jones. April showers. It's April showers. April showers. That's it. You said strawberry fields? No? I did. Yeah. Strawberry okay. fields is Quantum of Solace, I think. Yeah. I think that's Bryce. Oh, really? Yeah. That's um, Gemma Arturon. Wow. I think that's an actress name, too. That's the redhead. I was going to say, it's got to be a redhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Pick the fake one. One name only Bambi, Flower, Thumper. <laughs> Oh, crap. I'm going to say Thumper. Ian. Thumper. Eric. It's, um... I think it's Flower. It is Flower. Oh, my God. I forget the movie. I think it was The Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, the two... Uh, we're gonna call them hench women. Uh, were Bambi and Thumper. Oh my god, in the 60s. Wow, that's great, ridiculous. Uh, all right, pick the fake. Uh, Jen Rummy, Solitaire, Octopussy. I think we know which one is not, but there's the other two are top. Jen Rummy and Solitaire, yeah. I'm going to say solitaire. Ian? Jen Rummy. Get out of here, really? Eric? I'll say Jen Rummy. Jen Rummy is the fake. Wow. Solitaire is the real one of those two. Octopussy, we all know. It's famous. What movie is solitaire? I don't. Uh, I think it's an older one. Yeah. It has to be. To be. I, I don't have that what? encyclopedic knowledge of. Movies oh that well, I, I mix them all together often, but yeah. All right, pick the fake uh, Xenia on a top, Eileen Dover, Honey Rider. <laughs> Eileen Dover, Ian, same again, Eileen Dover, Xenia on a top, Eileen Dover, Honey Rider. Eric? So I leaned over. Yeah. On the top, though, that was, uh, what was that, GoldenEye? Yeah. 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 <sighs> okay. Pick the fake one. Uh, <laughs> it's the pronunciation. I don't, I'm trying to, do I say it? Phonetically, like properly, or do I say it to enhance the pun? That's always the question. Uh, do both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Pick the fake one. Uh, Jenny Flex, BB Doll, on your knees. Jenny Flex, BB Doll, on your knees. Jenny Flex. BB Doll. On your knees. On your knees is correct. That is a sure fake. That's th yeah, that one that's too on the nose for that to for them to let <laughs> that through. BB doll, baby doll, 
Jenny Flex. As in Genuflex, yeah. right, right? That's what I thought that one was. I know. Ian Fleming. Yeah. I mean, some of these were just made up for the movies, but still. Uh, okay. <laughs> Eric Brennan almost heard himself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick the fake one. All right. Holly Goodhead, <laughs> Connie Lingus, Mary Goodnight. I wanted the fake one to be <laughs> Connie Lingus, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> what, what were they again? Holly Goodhead, Connie Lingus, Mary Goodnight. I'm going to say Connie Lingus. That feels like it might be pushing that, it. That's, I'm going to agree. Eric? Agreed. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that SNL skit. <laughs> Colonel Angus, Colonel <laughs> Angus. That's why I put it in there. <laughs> All right, two more. All right. Uh, pick the fake one. I'm going to wait until you finish drinking. That. All right. Uh, chew me. Wei Lin, Dang Lin Wang. <laughs> chew me. Ch chew me. Chew me. Chew me. Wei Lin, Dang Lin Wang. Dang Lin Wang. I'm gonna. Say <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh. Chew me, Changlin Wang, <laughs> Danglin Wang, uh -huh. Danglin Wang, and what was the middle one? Uh, Waylon, Waylon. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Danglin Wang. Ian, <laughs> Danglin Wang, and what was the other one? I know Waylon. Chew me, Waylon is Waylon. Chew me. To me, yeah, I think she that one is too. So it's the, the same thing that Dang Lin Wang, yeah, Dang Lin Wang, Eric, uh, Day Lin Wang, I guess. I have no Dang idea. Wang is the fake one, <laughs> Chew Me is a definite real, name. right? Yeah, it's a, it was an Asian, I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Um, so it was Wayleen, Fook me, Fook you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Austin Powers is not that far off. No. Most of the 60s and 70s bond. Uh, okay, last one. Pick the fake one. <clears throat> Penelope Smallbone. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We didn't even get to the, the rest of this stuff. There's two more. Penelope Smallbone. Penelope Smallbone. <laughs> Stephanie Broadchest, Molly Warmflash. <laughs> Molly Warmflash. I think this is my favorite one. <laughs> I'm gonna mark this one as the winner of this entire group. Who was Broadchest? Penelope. Penelope Broadchest. No, Stephanie Broadchest, Penelope Smallbone, <laughs> Molly Warmflash. <laughs> I'm gonna say Warmflash. I'm going to say the same. Eric? 
Yeah, same. This one, <laughs> I put in a name from this movie we're talking about. We are talking about Casino Royale. Yeah. In the car on the way to the hotel, when Bond gets his orders, he says his name is Arlington Beach. They get their passports. And her name is Stephanie Broadchest. Oh my God. So that's in the movie. So it's not that. Uh-huh. Penelope Smallbone is a real name. Oh the fake, God. or no. Sorry. Wait. What? I put in a real, real name. It's yeah. A fake one. Sorry. I put in Stephanie Broadchest. Right. That's a real name. It's that I put in. That's the fake one. What? I fucked up. What? Yeah. Because that's, I yeah. got it written down right here. I, I got influenced by the movie. I meant. <clears throat> It's a it's a real name, but it wasn't a character. Well, perfect. It, yeah. Okay. They're all yeah. they're all real names is the answer. Uh, got but it. Uh, Molly Warren Flash is a real name. Oh my god. Penelope Smallbone is a real name, and Stephanie Broadchest is a real name on a passport. Oh yeah. my god. I forgot what his was. I, but she was I don't know she why. was a little pissed in Arlington Beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know why Penelope Smallbone tickled my funny bone it's the way ludicrous. that it did, but it's completely insane. So as a bonus, uh, this is just, I was trying to figure out if this name, if I was mispronouncing it, it meant something different, but I don't think it does. Uh, Anya Amasova, that's not the funny part. Her agent name, she's AKA Agent Triple X. Wow. XXX from the 60s or 70s or whatever. But, uh, and the, I think right. from one of the first ones, Solitaire. Yeah. That was from 1954, Live and Let Die. Yeah, even... Jesus. That's why you... So, there are a few <laughs> other names I didn't include, but uh, that covers most of them. Wow. All right. Trivia time. I'm going to throw out just some... A couple of these are just sort of uh, set the table, and then we can go from there. Uh, I'm not going to get into the... It was... We talked about it's the first book. Dr. No was the first movie. Who cares? I think if you know James Bond at all, you know that it was first, Casino Royale was first made into a live TV movie in 54 with Jimmy Bond, uh, played by an American. I mean, he was an American guy, uh, played by Barry Nelson. It's terrible. There's also a Casino Royale in 1967. It's a satire starring Peter Sellers, based loosely on the book, not really. It's kind of weird. Um, I've seen parts of it. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch, yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm not gonna go through all this stuff. Uh, Okay. Oh, uh, Chris Cornell's song, You Know My Name. Uh, he produced it with David Arnold, uh, who originally wanted that song to replace the James Bond theme. Totally. Like, that was going to be the song, you know, the James Bond theme song at, at this point, um, instead of the famous guitar riff or whatever. Uh, and that song was nominated for a Grammy. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Cornell. It was good. Yeah. And that opening scene with... The graphics and the casino stuff and the you know the vector images and stuff. One of my favorite openings. Awesome. 
the Bond movie. I also like that it started in black and white. Yeah. And then it didn't go to the color until they did that. Yeah. The yeah. song kicked in. And, and also, um, it is the first one or the only one that does not feature naked women. Yeah. Because he was not James Bond at the start of the movie yet. Right. So he hasn't gone through his whole... Yep. Uh, Man about town. I don't even pick up yeah. on that. Yep. Uh, this is fairly well known. Uh, <laughs> his name is weird. Uh, Malaka, the bomb maker in the beginning, who does all the free running parkour stuff. Um, his parkour. Name, <laughs> parkour. Parkour, parkour. Uh, that is Sebastian Focan, one of the creators of parkour or the free running thing. Um, it was he was a creator of it? Yeah, so my, my question is I have this one yeah. too. <clears throat> Did this movie create the explosion of of parkour and free running? No, because it wasn't really that well known. I well, I had seen it previously like on some discovery special or somewhere um, before. Um, but the Bond movies are notorious for seeing a trend and then putting it in the movie like whatever is hot at the time they have to just shoehorn it into the movie so parkour was one um which the world, opening scene is it's amazing ridiculous it's amazing uh that guy's phenomenal parkour was big at the time or coming up at the time was a trend so they put it in the movie i don't think pierce brosnan could have done that scene no <laughs> no no way uh yeah i i would have loved to have seen uh Pierce Brosnan try and run through that sheet of drywall. That would have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say just dented, and he would have bounced back. It's funny because I was going to say <laughs> run up that, that forty-five degree angle crane. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! No way. Just not alone is the other like pop culture things or the trends that uh, the producers saw and put in the movie include uh, Texas Hold'em. That was the game they had instead of Backrat, mm-hmm. yeah, which has been in the other right. movie spawns. And then uh, the body worlds, the body works exhibit. Oh, yeah, totally. That was a big deal in the first early 2000s. And then they had that in the movie as well. So a little bit on that uh, trivia is that was in the movie, it takes place in Miami. Yeah. Filmed in Prague. Right. In the middle of winter, because that's where the exhibit was. Right. So they had to go there in order to film the scene. So that did come to Chicago at some point. It was- yeah. It was in Milwaukee, too. Was it? Yeah. Uh, while filming a fight scene in Prague, uh-huh. uh, the first action scene to be shot, uh, Daniel Craig lost his front two teeth while filming uh, oh. uh, the fight scene and had his dentist fly out from London to replace him. Worst nightmare. That is my <laughs> absolute worst nightmare. That's why I put that Is losing oh your teeth? Getting my knocked front out. two teeth knocked out. Uh, while in the... <laughs> Miami Airport. Uh, there's a call for flight 007. Dang it! I had that one written down. Um, here, this yeah. one's good, I think. Didn't I didn't catch that at all. The number on Demetrios' key ring mm-hmm. that he puts on the poker uh, table. Oh, 53. It's 53. It's 53. So Casino Royale, the novel, was published in 1953. Casino Royale, the movie, was came out in 2006, 53 years after Ooh, the book was published. Amazing. Wow. 
that's a good little tidbit. Right. 50, that book was 53 years before they made it in the movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right. So I got a couple. Um, one is that the um, um, Asian woman that is sitting at the poker table, yeah. uh, Madam Wu, um, was in You Only Live Twice. She was a girl that um, she plays a, a girl that sets James Bond, James Bond, James Bond's death yeah. up. Um, the scene where he, Daniel Craig, stands up and gets up out of the water um, was often thought to be an homage to uh, Ursula Andress mm -hmm. um, getting up out of the water, but it wasn't. It was him kind of stumbling on a sandbank mm -hmm. and Sandbar. had to get up. Like he couldn't get up <clears throat> out of the water. Like he was supposed to kind of be a little. He bit was going to be just floating, sort of yeah. like head. A head yeah. in the water sort of watching and he couldn't <laughs> so he had to stand up he was going to yep. float into the sandbar yep and then <clears> the <throat> last one um because brendan you picked uh one of mine that i had was that complicated drink that he orders during the <laughs> poker game that everybody like jumps on the bandwagon the order is called a vesper yeah yeah i did i didn't realize he, that. Says, he, he says it in the movie well, he i made, didn't he i didn't it. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, I didn't. On. I didn't. I didn't pick that up when I watched the movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, if that's a real drink, that's incredibly clever. That and drink is in the the novel, the book, <clears throat> you know, from '53, yeah. uh, when they had Kenny Lillay, that, uh -huh. that 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 alcohol or whatever he he mentions, <clears throat> uh, because back then it had sugar in it. Now it doesn't, so that <clears throat> it's only called Lillay now. But mm. whatever. So that was, that, yeah. um, since we're talking about it, that was one of my favorite lines that I wrote down. And when he does his drink order, it's dry martini, three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lillette, yeah. shake it over ice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Yeah. I like how Felix says, my man, uh, I'll have one, but uh, keep the fruit. Yeah. 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 Well, and then everybody starts ordering it. And I like that Le Chiffre spends like, all right, are we done? Can, ever, can, can we, we, can we yeah. play poker? Yeah. <laughs> Enough of this nonsense. So I had to look up. I didn't know what Kina Lillette is. And I guess it was, uh, they stopped making it in the 60s. But yeah. It was first made in 1895. And yeah. it's kind of similar to a vermouth, but it's like a flowery wine type of thing. It's interesting. I think that's why in the movies it became vodka martini shaken nut stirred because the stuff that Ian Fleming was talking about... <laughs> It doesn't exist anymore. Not in the '80s and '90s and whatever. So, but I like that that order yeah. is so specific. Yeah, yeah. Too. It's, can you imagine? But I, being I, that specific to a a bartender at a, at a casino, yeah. like the guy's like, "What?" Do I, yeah. And he says but it really I, fast. I know. Like, but I, I, I gotta take notes to this. But at the same time, I like I like the it being juxtaposed against the dry martini shake and not stirred. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simplicity. Which later in the movie, yeah. he orders another one. He's like, uh, shaken, not stirred, correct? He's like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look like I give yeah. a damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did forget what I did forget one other. Um, and that was um, the uh, guy at the poker, the black guy at the poker table um, is supposed to be a nod to Mr. Big from Live and Let Die. Right. I saw that. I was trying to find some other places like to confirm it. I mean, it's just, yeah. it might be an internet rumor, but yeah. it makes sense if you see yeah. that movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I have an even better Works. one, but I'll, I'll wait until the end. I'll wait till Ian and 
uh, Eric have a chance. I've got to one say. more I want to throw out, and then I'll turn over to Eric or Ian. <clears throat> um, the password that Bond puts in the keypad yeah. uh, was supposed to be V E S P E R, which is eight three seven seven three seven three seven. Uh, the password he actually puts in, he, he typed the wrong numbers. He typed in eight three six five four seven. Again, who cares? But yeah. uh, just a movie mistake, a continuity mistake, really. Eric, any thoughts? Any uh, trivia on your end? Um, the uh, I know that the blue suit that. Daniel Craig wears at the end when he shoots Mr. White is the exact same suit. Uh, It's the same suit, but blue instead of gray that Sean Connery wore in Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're losing you, Eric. You just uh, faded out. Oh. Is this better? I'm back. All right. Yeah, the... uh, Navy suit in Casino Royale is the same suit as Sean Connery's gray suit in Goldfinger. And, yeah, that was that was the one I was saving, Eric. And I remember last night when we were watching it, um, he looks spectacular in that suit. Like it's it a is perfect fit. In he looks incredible in that suit. It just it it was such a standout compared to anything else that he was wearing. And of course everything that he wears is tailored and looks great, but that in particular. And so I really enjoyed that piece of trivia that it was the exact same suit that Sean Connery had um, worn in uh, Goldfinger. Couple quick ones. Uh, It's well known at this point, the car barrel roll when he flips over Vespa, Vesper, set the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, a cannon assist barrel roll in a movie for, with seven full rolls. <clears throat> um, Daniel Craig and Mads Mikkelsen, who plays uh, Le Chief, uh both appeared in the Star Wars film franchise. Oh, oh right. He was a stormtrooper. Mads yeah. Mickelson played Galen Erso in Rogue One, uh-huh. and Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. And I'll leave my weapon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, was that him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't he's, realize that. <laughs> he was the stormtrooper that got hypnotized. When she's uh, in the yeah. restraints. Yeah, I didn't realize that he had a speaking part. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes me very happy. Okay, I like that. If you know it, when you hear it, you can't unhear yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the house at the end with uh, Mr. White is George Clooney's house on Lake Como. They used it's an awesome house. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Awesome. We just saw it in uh, uh, Ocean's 13, and yeah. uh, it's in that movie, too. Ocean's 12. 12, 12 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ian, any tips or any uh, uh, trivia? I don't have any, no. I have one more. And this could be a huge tangent. I could have done all kinds of research, but... Yeah, I had to stop. Well, there. this is the one... It's more of a comment than it is research at this point. Okay. And we said this watching the movie last night. Okay. The poker scenes in this movie are <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> the hands that people have 
are the most improbable, impossible hands you could ever have in uh, a poker. Because it's not like one person had a great hand. Every person at the table has the greatest possible hand you could ever get. For that many people playing it yeah. at one time. Yeah. So I tried to pull the odds on pulling those ha- <laughs> those right specific right hands. I have a couple of – the data I have is based on – so. Now, hang on. What is it now? What does everybody have? There's the straight flush. Are there the, two full houses? In the final game, and Ian will read the specifics, but it, it, I'll, I'll just gloss over the in general. The final, the final round, the final hands are a flush, a full house, a better full house, and then a straight flush, which is l- ludicrous. Right. <laughs> and then, so I'll give you the percentages of getting those things, but the numbers are misleading because it's just getting those things in a vacuum. It doesn't say getting those things and the next guy getting that thing and the next guy getting that thing. So getting all those things on the table is impossible. It's mathematically impossible. Uh, So just getting a flush is 3%. Getting a full house is 2.6%. The higher full house, they don't mention, but another 2.6%, let's say, uh, or even less because it's a higher full higher uh, full house getting a straight flush of any kind uh 0.027 the odds of getting all of that on one table or or two of those four or three of those four is ridiculous yeah it's not it's not possible so the the five cards that are on the table for the final hand yeah 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 there's 40 million I'm sorry, it ended up being 150 million in the pot. Mm-hmm. The it's ace, four, six, eight, spades, and ace of hearts. And then the first guy flips over and mm-hmm. he's got a fl- an ace, king, queen flush. Yep. Then there's eights full Wait. of aces. The low hand is an ace king flush. Correct. <laughs> so in other words, the guy had a king and a queen. I know, I know. Ridiculous. Okay, keep going. So you had the three high card in flush. Then it was eights, eights full of aces. Mm-hmm. So three eights and two aces. Eights full of aces. Then the second, then Le Chef's, uh, Le Chief's hand was aces full of sixes. Mm-hmm. So three aces, two sixes. And then Bond had uh, four through eight straight flush. It's insanity. But if we, and I, I thought about this too, because earlier in the uh, hand earlier, they also had a bunch of right. four sp- Four of one kind. I can't right. remember if it was spades or clubs. It's overlooked by us. Or it's not given the attention that we all should give it, but <laughs> that <laughs> other <clears throat> round of cards they yeah. played is equally ridiculous. I like that this is where things have gone off the rails yeah. of believability yeah. of James Bond. Is, oh, absolutely. Is well, I think a it, poker game <laughs> and not, not anything else that happens. I also think it's interesting because it, it was, first of all, Baccarat is what they usually right. in the previous right. brands, which is even I don't even really understand. I've never played it, so I don't understand. But even in this, when they went to Texas Hold'em, they had um, Vesper and um, mm-hmm. what's Giancarlo's name? Uh, the, Mathers? Mathis. Yeah, Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. Explaining on the side what's going to happen right. and, you know, like really dumbing it down. Oh, right. totally. So like, totally. people can follow it. Right. So that's the other thing. Eric, jump in here if you want to. But uh, <clears throat> the other thing I want, it, it needs to be said. So 
earlier in the poker fiasco, uh, Bond loses uh, because he was trying to find his tell. So he, sort of, he just sort of uh, called uh, Le Chiffre to see his tell and touching his, his eye. And he goes over and he talks to Vesper and Mathis and says, well, I just did that to get his tell. And he's not a very good card player because he just, he lucked out and got his, uh, whatever he got, uh, I don't know, straight or whatever on the river, like or on the, the, the final card. Yeah. It's like it was blind luck. If you watch any and all of the poker played in this movie, Everything there is no strategy whatsoever. Bond is a terrible card player, or at least there's <laughs> he doesn't do anything strategically in, in the game because the cards dictate everything you would do. Like he calls when you're supposed to like when it you have nothing else to do but call. Or he raises when of course you would raise, you have the nuts, like you have to do that. Or uh Lashif, I mean Bond got his uh his straight flesh on the final card. Uh like there was no like betting strategy or like, uh, you know, I'll take a card and make him think I, none of that happened. <clears throat> Not that this is a card playing movie, but uh, <laughs> Bond's supposed to be this great player. And in this game, not one person at that table displays any ability to play cards whatsoever. Everything is dictated by the cards. I'm done. Wow. I'm done. So I'm done ranting. <clears throat> so there's two, two interesting things in there. First, the Asian woman at the table yes. and one other yes. guy were actually on the chief's boat in the beginning of <clears throat> playing poker with him. And they never really explained that and why they were there and at both places. I'm just putting yeah. just pointing that out. Yeah, yeah. But I think back to the him being a bad card player, there was the foreshadowing of it I, yeah. earlier when he's on the train yeah. going to Montenegro with Vesper and he's saying you play the man, not the cards. And right. then he then proceeds <clears throat> to tell her all about herself just by his visual. Right. I'm not saying he's a bad card player, but this idea that he is a good card player, which is spelled out by uh, M saying he's the best in the service. Uh, that's not evident by the way he plays cards. Uh, he may not have had an opportunity, but as a movie maker, you'd want to display one of someone at the table having some ability to play and it's just not there. But they, they also had him, even though he's it's like a man, they had him after he lost that first hand where he lost all 15 million. Yeah. He said he should have known that his odds were 23 to one. So he mathematically, I know I'm not, I'm saying they're, they're trying to play the both directors hands yeah. should have had a situation where bond had a decision to make. I can either do this or do that. And the better player does this decision. And then it would have showed him as a good card player. It's like, if you had a football movie and the quarterback clearly can't throw very far. Like what, what, like, what, yeah. what are we doing? Like Keanu Reeves and, <laughs> Uh, the replacements or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just a weird thing. Like a, a, a movie about a baseball pitcher and he throws like he's never thrown a, a baseball before. Like, uh, okay, well, you, you just edit that out. Film it. They change it. It's easy to do. All right. I, I'm getting, I, I'm getting stared I, at like I'm a I, maniac. I, you are a little bit. I'm I a mean, little bit I, of a maniac. I, I mean, for, I think gen the general public, I think it was just fine. I know. Yeah. I agree. I, I didn't notice. I didn't pay attention to it the first 74th time I saw this movie. Yeah, it's, it's no rounders. It's right. Right. <laughs> but it's not trying. I want out. rounders. <laughs> I want rounders with shooting. All right. All right.
let's move on to casting issues. By the way, I, I, I didn't forget to mention this when I was talking about Madame Wu, that apparently the, <laughs> other, woman at the, the other woman at the table was also in a Bond movie earlier. That she, like, both of both of them... At the table in the, at the resort in the Bahamas, I believe. I thought it was at the tournament. I thought it was the husband-wife. She had kind of the big... one woman at the no. final tournament. No, there, no? There, no. There, there are two. There are two. There's, that, yeah, there's, there's a Asian white, woman. Yeah. There's a white woman. Okay, okay. But both happen to be characters or actors that like were in previous... Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And she has the longest... Um, time period between appearances and Bond movies. There's always like yeah. people that kind of re-show up and you were talking about the guy who does 87 cameos and <laughs> uh, um, Michael G. Wilson who's yeah. in every movie since yes. 1977. Yeah. yeah. Job. Uh, okay, I have a list of actors who were auditioned for or considered in some way for Bond. I cut out some of these because they're names I don't know who they are. I've never seen or heard of them ever. All right. I kept in some that I still don't know who they are. <laughs> but the list was long, so I, I tried to make it yeah. shorter. Uh, and then I have a list of three that I found for Vesper. Yeah, uh, you probably saw. I, that's the only. If one anybody I... saw anything I'm not saying, feel free to mention. Yeah. It. But uh, so Bond, they were looking at over 200 actors. At, some point and they had a you know running list but it included and i don't know all these names uh this is 2006 so or casting in 2004 probably right uh julian mcmahon i don't know who that is he's from um oh crap what's that movie he was a plastic surgeon oh was that nip tuck yes thank you oh there oh, you go okay he actually has a new series on TV right now where he's a cop or something. Me not knowing someone's name just means nothing because I, I, I don't know most people's names. So he was yeah. he was cast for Doctor. He was Doctor Doom. Yeah, he would be a good. Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Huh. Uh, Think of him, damn it. Her, her. Oh, H R H R I T H I K. Her, Rithik, Rithik That's what I'm gonna go with. Or I'm going back to my game of Bond girl names. Herb Erlinger. Uh, so whoever that is, uh, Dominic West, Gerard Butler, Goran Visnit, <laughs> uh, Visjik. Let's just say Visjik. Um, the guy from ER. I think who that who that guy is. Okay. Uh, whatever else was there. Uh, Sam Worthington. Oh, Alex O'Laughlin. I don't know who that is. Uh, Rupert Friend, Eric Bana. Yeah, Eric Bana. That's good. Uh, then there's Hugh Jackman turned it down. Uh, and then Clive Owen was a fan favorite choice that everybody thought would get it or should be considered, and he was never offered, nor he was was he ever seriously considered. Clive Owen, I think, would have been great in 2006. Right. Yeah, I thought you'd been really good too. And then the one guy who almost got the part, they really wanted him, but he was too young, yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah, I saw that. He was 22. So, yeah. I'm actually, out of all those, Julian McMahon is the most intriguing to me because he is really good at having an air of being he rich. He can do it. Sure. The way, you know, the way he carries himself, it, it would have been interesting to see him in the role. 
Oh yeah. Air of being rich, but this also this Bond he's is not that he's guy. Suave. He's yeah. He's got all the characteristics yeah. that you need. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig is the shortest actor to play James Bond. Yeah, five, uh, at five ten, they list him at. Uh, Connery, Lazenby, Roger Moore, six. Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan are all in the six, six one to six yeah. two range. Not that it matters, but I thought that was interesting. Vesper Lind. I have three names that I saw. I think there are probably many others, but uh, the three I saw were Vera Farminga, mm. Mm. Kira Knightley, okay, and Miranda Richardson. Oh, those I saw. Miranda one Richardson that had actually four. turned it down. Like she was offered and turned wow. it down. I saw four, and none of them were the same. I saw Angelina Jolie, mm. uh, wow. Naomi Watts, Scarlett Johansson. And Charlize Theron. How did any of them work for the British Treasury? Right. I have seven. Well, how, does, how does Eva Green work for the British Treasury, to be honest? Yeah. It's funny. I have seven seven other actress names that we have Good. for that role. That, oh, that you that I propose? Yes. Oh, we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just like there. that it's none of those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I don't have any of those names either. Uh, any other casting things you saw before we get to recasturbate? No. Eric? I have nothing. That's good. I like it when you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's uh, like winning. It's like winning uh, in the How Much Are They Worth game when you can beat Eric on trivia. I know. <laughs> I, I mean... There's a lot of trivia here, but it's it's a, it's a lot of Bond. It's not necessarily yeah. Casino Royale centric. So. Yeah.